Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for June 28th, 2021. Glad that you are with me today. I'm Reverend Aaron Ochart. Let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The Lord's unfailing love and mercy never cease, fresh as the morning and sure as the sunrise. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. God of all glory, we give you thanks that through the gift of baptism, we have been crucified with Christ and united with him in resurrection. By the power of your Holy Spirit, let our lives proclaim the good news that we are dead to sin and alive to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our readings for today are Psalm 57 and 145, 1 Samuel 10, 17 through 27, Acts 7, 44 through 8, 1a, and Luke 22, 52 through 62. Listen for God's word to speak to you. Psalm 57. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me. For in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge until the destroying storms pass by. I cried to God most high, to God who fulfills God's purpose for me. God will send from heaven and save me. God will put to shame those who trample on me. Selah. God will send forth God's steadfast love and God's faithfulness. I lie down among lions that greedy, greedily devour human prey. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongues sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They set a net for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen it into it themselves. Selah. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my soul. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations, for your steadfast love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness extends to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Psalm 145 I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. God's greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall laud your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works I will meditate. 
The might of your awesome deeds shall be proclaimed, and I will declare your greatness. They shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness, and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and God's compassion is over all that God has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your faithful shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power, to make known to all people your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all God's words and gracious in all God's deeds. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, satisfying the desire of every living thing. The Lord is just in all God's ways and kind in all God's doings. The Lord is near to all who call on God, to all who call on God in truth. God fulfills the the desire of all who fear God. God also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love God, but all the wicked God will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh will bless God's holy name forever and ever. 1 Samuel 10, 17-27 Samuel summoned the people to the Lord at Mizpah and said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt, and I rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all the kingdoms that were oppressing you. But today you have rejected your God, who saves you from all your calamities and your distresses, and you have said, No, but set a king over us. Now therefore present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your clans. Then Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, and the tribe of Benjamin was taken by Lot. He brought the tribe of Benjamin near by its families, and the family of the Matrites was taken by Lot. Finally, he brought the family of the Matrites near man by man, and Saul, the son of Kish, was taken by Lot. But when they sought him, he could not be found. So they inquired again of the Lord, Did the man come here? And the Lord said, See, he has in himself among the baggage. Then they ran and brought him from there. When he took his stand among the people, he was head and shoulders taller than any of them. Samuel said to all the people, Do you see the one whom the Lord has chosen? There is no one like him among all the people. And all the people shouted, Long live the king! Samuel told the people the rights and duties of the kingship. And he wrote them in a book and laid it up before the Lord. Then Samuel sent all the people back to their homes. Saul also went to his home at Gibeah, and with him went warriors whose hearts God had touched. But some worthless fellows said, How can this man save us? They despised him and brought him no present. But he held his peace. Now Nahash, king of the Ammonites, had been grievously oppressing the Gadites and the Reubenites. 
He would gouge out the right eye of each of them and would not grant Israel a deliverer. No one was left of the Israelites across the Jordan whose right eye Nahash, king of the Ammonites, had not gouged out. But there were 7,000 men who had escaped from the Ammonites and had entered Jibish Gilead. Then from Acts chapter 7, 44 through 8, 1. Stephen continues his sermon. Our ancestors had the tent of testimony in the wilderness as God directed when he spoke to Moses, ordering him to make it according to the pattern he had seen. Our ancestors in turn brought it in with Joshua when they dispossessed the nations that God drove out before our ancestors, and it was there until the time of David, who found favor with God and asked that he might find a dwelling place for the house of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built a house for him. Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made with human hands, as the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord, or what is the place of my rest? Did not my hand make all these things? You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you are forever opposing the Holy Spirit, just as your ancestors used to do. Which of the prophets did your ancestors not persecute? They killed those who foretold the coming of the righteous one, and now you have become his betrayers and murderers. You are the ones that received the law as ordained by angels, and yet you have not kept it. When they heard these things, they became enraged and ground their teeth at Stephen. But filled with the Holy Spirit, he gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they covered their ears and with a loud shout all rushed together against him. Then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him, and the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died. And Saul approved of their killing him. And from Luke chapter 22, verses 52 through 62. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple police, and the elders who had come for him, Have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a bandit? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay your hands on me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. But Peter was following at a distance. When they had kindled a fire at the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him in the firelight, stared at him and said, This man also is with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, someone else on seeing him said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then about an hour later, yet another kept insisting, Surely this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. At that moment, while he was still speaking, the cock crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, who had said to him before the cock crows today, You will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. 
the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So our readings for today, we have from 1 Samuel. This is now the official act of making Saul the king of the Israelites. So Samuel calls all the people to Mizpah. And again, he has this sort of grumpy man sermon about, I already told you that um, you shouldn't have a king other than God, but you insisted that you wanted this. So here's, here's all the things that it will take and mean and, and, and write this all down. So now God's going to choose a king for you. And so they cast lots. Now, what this was, was probably using the umim and thumim, which were, I think, pieces of bones. We're not quite sure exactly. And it was some way kind of like dice. Um, that's, that's our analog. And they would either, it's kind of like flipping a coin or, or dice or something like that. And they would use this to divine the will of God. The belief there is that God has sovereignty. God is in control of everything, including how dice roll or, or coins flip or umim and thumim do whatever they do. And so they say, okay, which, which of the 12 tribes is it? Is it these six or these six? We'll flip a coin. Okay, it's these six. Now, is it these three or these three? Flip a coin. Okay, it's these three. Now, is it this one or this one or that one? And they flip a coin, right? And they get all the way down to the, the tribe of Benjamin. And then they get down to the, the particular family. And then they get down to God has chosen for the king, Saul, son of Kish. Now, there are a couple of different accounts. It may be that there's from one tradition, we have the story with the... the, the um, donkeys that we heard in the last couple of days or and then from a different tradition comes this one or it could be both of them and there's sort of a duplication and and a sort of confirmation either way Saul again is chosen as the king he is nowhere to be found however he is hiding among the baggage so there's this really interesting if he already knows that this is happening or he's afraid that this is going to happen he is hiding. He doesn't want to have anything to do with this. So an interesting sort of um, view. It's almost kind of on the edge of sort of a platonic uh, uh, Plato's, I don't remember the, the writing, but the, sort of the philosopher king, the person who is least wants to be the ruler is actually the person who's probably the best at doing it. Um, because they don't actually want to do it. They don't want to do it for power. So he's hiding. But he is head and shoulders ab above the rest, and he looks like a king. They crown him as king. And then everybody goes back to their hometown. Um, a, a couple of sort of soldiers go along with Saul as God draws them and, and, and calls their hearts to, to go after this new king and, and sort of protect him and watch over him. But everybody goes away. And there's these other people from this, this one particular area. Um, these, uh, how are they described? Worthless fellows <laughs> um, who say, how, how can this man save us? How can this person be our king? And we'll see a little bit more about them. And then we have a glimpse into the next story. Nahish, the king of the Ammonites, has gouged out the right eye of all the people of, um, of the Gadites and the Reubenites in this particular 
town. This would be out of the technical Israel area on the other side. Um, and yeah, so we'll see what happens with that and then the readings for tomorrow. Then we have from Acts chapter 7, Stephen finishes his sermon. Remember, he's been talking, the, the charge set against Stephen is that he is speaking against Moses and against the temple. So in his sermon, he brings up Moses and how the Israelites, the Hebrews, their own ancestors, turned against Moses at every opportunity. They didn't follow him in heart. They were going back to Egypt constantly. Um, and so he's drawing this direct sort of connection to Jesus, who they have also rejected. Now he, he speaks of the tabernacle. He says, Moses told them all about the tabernacle, and it, they had a tabernacle. It was this moving tent all the time. And yet David really wanted to build this temple. Um, and God said, no, I don't, I don't need to live in a temple. Solomon eventually built this big temple. And yet the prophets constantly say that God doesn't live in a temple. That's just a place maybe where you can meet God, but God does not live there. God is everywhere. And so he's saying, your charges are spurless. Your charges are against that I am speaking against Moses, and yet I am actually consistent with Moses. You say I'm speaking against the temple, and yet your proclamation about what the temple is as your seat of power is not consistent with the character of God. And so I'm actually in the right, and you are all in the wrong. Well, it doesn't go over so well, and they kill him. They stone him to death for blasphemy. They literally throw rocks at him until he is not alive anymore. And at the end of this story, we have some really interesting things. Stephen looks up into heaven, sees this vision of Jesus, and says, Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. The same thing that Jesus says as he is killed. We also have the introduction of another Saul, completely different Saul than the Saul that we heard in 1 Samuel. They are divided by two, three thousand years of history, um, maybe more than that. Um, this is a different Saul. This is the Saul who will become Paul. Um, but at this point, he is approving of what they're doing. They, the Sanhedrin lays their cloaks at his feet, and he is happy and excited about what they're doing. Then we have Jesus um, being examined by the high priest and really focusing on Peter. Peter's in the courtyard and denies knowing Jesus three times. We could sort of understand why he might do that. Um, he is in this place where he's trying to stay near to Jesus, and he's really watching out for his own skin. And he's caught up in this. And only after the third time when Jesus locks eyes with him and the cock crows, he realizes exactly what he has done. We do this with our lives all the time, right? We deny Christ with our lives, with our actions, with our words, because it's easier, because it's, um, you know, it, it's not cool to talk about Jesus. It's, um, we don't bring up things of faith because we're ashamed or we're scared or whatever it is. Um, this is maybe something to think about there. And yet, we also know that God gives such grace to Peter specifically. 
um, that this is not the end of his story. This is just a part of his story. Um, he goes out grieving, but he is received, and he is one of the head people, head, head leaders of the church after this. So um, that's also important to remember. Let's gather our hearts together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we will live this day in joy and praise. We lift our voices in prayer and praise, Holy God, for you have lifted us to new life in Jesus Christ, and your blessings come in generous measure. Especially we thank you for the good news of Jesus Christ for all. The wonder and beauty of creation. the love of family and friends, opportunities for faithful service, particular blessings of this day, People of God, for what else do we give thanks? We give thanks for all those who are recovering from surgeries. We hold up before you human needs, God of compassion, for you have come to us in Jesus Christ and shared our life so that we may share his resurrection. Especially we pray for the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Peace and justice in the world. Those in whom we see Christ's suffering. those who offer Christ's compassion. Particular concerns of this day. People of God, for what else do we pray? We pray for Kathy, a friend of Jen Ann's, who is hospitalized with severely broken leg. Sally, a friend of Sandy's who is diagnosed with cancer. Jimmy, who is recovering from triple open heart surgery. Beverly, who is recovering from cataract surgery. David, a friend of Jan Ann's who is having bypass surgery or is recovering. Anthony, Lynn's father who is in the hospital with a perforated intestine. We also pray for Olga for Bill, for James, for John, for the family of Jan, for Pam, and all those who are on our hearts and our minds. Eternal God, our beginning and our end, be our starting point and our haven, and accompany us in this day's journey. 
Use our hands to do your creation and use our lives to bring others the new life you give this world in Jesus Christ, Redeemer of all. Amen. Now let us continue to pray using the words that Christ taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with us all. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Thank you so much for joining me today for Daily Prayer. Join me tomorrow for some more. Like this video, share it with someone else. Click on the subscription and the notification button, as well as going to our website, johncalvinchurch.org, for more information. If you're listening on a podcast, we ask that you uh, give a review or a star or follow or whatever it is that your particular platform uses. Our liturgy today comes from the Book of Common Worship at the Presbyterian Church USA 2018 edition, and our readings come from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible Daily Lectionary Readings. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a very blessed day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.